Welcome back to Weekend Thoughts. My name is Nate Antetomaso. This week, we are talking about MoviePass. And not just what it was, if you remember it, but the fact that MoviePass is back, believe it or not. Are you going to become a member? Let's talk through why you might or might not. Middle Tech is presented by KY Innovation, the Kentucky Cabinet for Economic Development's entrepreneurship and innovation partner. KY Innovation exists to support and develop Kentucky's startup ecosystem, and we are proud to work alongside an organization whose mission aligns so closely with ours. If you're a founder building in Kentucky, you need to check out the resources that KY Innovation has to offer. You can find more information at kyinnovation.com. We're also sponsored by Render Capital. The team at Render Capital is bringing much-needed early-stage capital to this region, and I've personally worked with Mary Grace Ragsdale and Patrick Henshaw. The team at Render is great, and I highly recommend reaching out to them to learn more about ways they can help you scale your business. The year of 2017 has a lot of things to remember. There was a total solar eclipse that you could see across the country. The Oscars announced the wrong winner when they did the Best Picture nomination. Uh, the Patriots had the largest comeback in Super Bowl history. A lot of meaningful things in culture in 2017. Uh, but for me, probably the biggest one uh, was the fact that you could see nearly unlimited movies for $10 a month. And that was Movie Pass. For me, Movie Pass uh, dominated 2017. What was MoviePass? I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this remember the craze that it had that summer, uh, and then even into 2018, I believe. Um, but some people might not have used it, or might be a little uh, younger and you know didn't have the subscription. So basically, MoviePass was a fixed subscription price where you could see nearly unlimited movies. And I say nearly because you could see one per day. And the way that it worked is that you paid your subscription to be a member and then you downloaded the app and you would, you know, it had all the showings at all the theaters around you. You would just say, I want to go to this showing of this movie. And then it actually went uh, and loaded the money for that ticket onto like a debit card. I looked, I, I don't have my movie pass debit card anymore, unfortunately. Uh, but it would load the money on a debit card and you'd go to the theater and you'd actually purchase uh, the ticket with that debit card. So it was paying full price for these tickets uh, for your, your $10 a month. And so it had actually been around since 2011 was when uh, it first started by a group of co-founders. Um, but in 2017, it was purchased by private equity firm Helios and Matheson. And the only thing that that firm cared about was growth of the platform above everything else. So they slashed the prices, they made it simpler to buy your tickets, and reduced the cost all the way down to $9.95. Um, and the goal was just gain a user base and monetize them later the classic, you know, Silicon Valley uh, mentality there. Uh, it worked. The, that growth strategy worked. These numbers are kind of crazy. In December of 2016, uh, MoviePass had 20,000 subscribers. By June of 2018, so a year and a half later, that number was at 3 million. That is an insane growth rate. And it worked partly because it was cheap. Uh, you know, $10 a month, not that big a deal for most people. Um, and there was, it provided a lot of value. There were a lot of really strong movies in that 2017 year. Uh, let's list a few here. You're going to be surprised these all came out within the same year. Uh, Avengers, Infinity War, a Star Wars movie, Black Panther, It, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, The Incredibles 2, 
those are all just kind of big blockbuster movies. But of course, there's a bunch of, uh, you know, more art house movies as well that you, you might recognize the names of, too. Uh, a lot of movies to be seen that year. That was kind of uh, a renaissance in the golden age of theater, um, you know, over those last few years before COVID. Uh, so people wanted to see them. People wanted to see them. $10 a month, you could go. You could see all those movies, one per day. I don't even think there's 30 movies a month that come out in theaters, but you could do it theoretically. People loved it, and the growth rate of the service showcased that. As you can imagine, though, uh, the unit economics of that model did not work. Uh, so $10 a month, $9.95 actually, um, the average user of MoviePass saw three movies per month. Um, so... Let's roughly say a ticket costs $10, but it's probably a little more than that. Um, but so conservatively at $10 per ticket, uh, your movie attendance was costing MoviePass $30 per month. So they were losing about $20 per month per user, 3 million users a month. That is a lot of money. They were just hemorrhaging uh, all over the place. Uh, it wasn't working. They weren't going to be able to stay around long. Um, so they tried to do a few different things. First, they tried to limit use. You could, I think it was like 10, 10 movies a month they would bring it down to. So cut out those like power users. Um, they increased the prices. Um, they did like a little bit of a, like a blackout date kind of thing. Um, didn't work. Eventually they went under. It was just truly too good to be true. And so that was in 2018. Fast forward four years, obviously a lot has happened since 2018. Uh, Stacy Spikes, who's an original co-founder, has actually brought back the brand. He bought it back from the firm and he's relaunching MoviePass as a credit-based system. So a quick overview here, it's gonna be similar to like ClassPass, if you've ever used that. Um, I know there's a couple other credit-based marketplaces out there, um, but basically like certain things cost more than others and you can buy different numbers of credits per month. Uh, so you can imagine like maybe a Saturday evening showing of a really popular movie will be a lot of credits, whereas like a Tuesday morning of a not popular movie will be very cheap credit-wise. Um, so the number of movies that you can get um, per month will vary based on how many credits you buy and when you go to movies. But they estimate that the average user uh, will be able to see two movies per month um, with their cheapest plan, which is $10. Um, so it's launching in Chicago, Dallas, and Kansas City as a trial. They're going to you know, see how it goes in those markets. And then the goal is to expand it nationally as well. So my prediction here um, is that I don't think this will work in a mass market context. I think that there'll be certain users who will enjoy this and, um, you know, it'll be a, a great niche product. But I don't think it will ever be anything like the movie pass it was back in 2017. The reason I say this uh, is because let's say you're paying $10 a month. Um, in order for it to be worth it, uh, for you to be locked in to paying $10 a month um, and, you know, just be part of the service, deal with the whole app and the credit system and whatnot, you'll have to see two movies per month to make the economics worth it. Do you want to see two movies a month in theaters every month, 24 movies a year? My prediction is no. And I think that's more of a prediction of the movie theater industry overall. 
you know, did the did the pandemic impact movie theaters? Of course, we've heard countless stories of that. Is it going to continue to impact movie theaters? Well, the theaters will tell you no. People are coming back in droves. It's stronger than ever. And there's certain examples of that. You think of Top Gun. It did really, really well this year. Um, it blew all the coverage out of the water. Um, has anything else really done that well, though? Minions became like a meme to go see it in theaters in a suit. What about Thor? What about Jurassic Park? Like, people did go and see these movies, but it's nothing like they would have been prior to the pandemic. I think the pandemic permanently changed our viewing habits of almost all movies. It's really got to be something special to motivate me to go see a movie versus just wait for it to come on streaming two or three months later. It has to be like a massive event type of movie. So what makes it worth it to, to do the movie pass? Subscription. You have to be really into movies. You can't just be a casual, oh, I like the, the Marvel franchise or... You know, I, I like this director who comes out with a movie every couple of years and I want to see it. You you really have to be a movie person. You have to be a, a theater buff, kind of. And that's just not the vast majority of us. Um, studios are going to continue to try to make event-based movies be in theater. You make a lot more money that way. Uh, but most of their stuff, they're just going to put on streaming. And that's how we're going to continue to consume most of our content, the vast majority of our content in my mind. Uh, so movie pass, will the unit economics work? Probably, because I'm sure that's top of mind <laughs> given their history. Um, but will it be something that, that we all uh, talk about and we all have our subscription and it becomes like another streaming service, you know, and in its prevalence? No, it won't. But that's a little sad. I like movie theaters. I like the communal aspect of it. But I, and I think most people, don't like it enough to to go through the hassle of going. That's just the reality now. Progress, innovation, things move forward. We probably would have been there anyway, but COVID in increased it. So increased the rate of change there. But that's my prediction. Movie Pass is a cool service, but I probably won't get it. And I doubt you will either.